ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, I will admit, I do have my anxiety portion of it, but you got to flip it around and make it excitement instead. <laughs> yeah. How do you flip it around? I mean, do you have a routine before you go on stage because you are nervous? Well, usually um, I always say this to everybody. I'm like, fake it till you make it, man. <laughs> like you got to push and push and push. Like I will be freaking out so hard. But once I'm on the stage, I'm like a little bit dissociated, but I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to do it. And yeah. then. Once I'm in it, like once I start singing, once I start moving, it's like, it's nothing to me. I'm like used to it. You yeah. Know? Cause you're like, supposed to be there. Yeah. Like yeah. if you keep doing it, no matter how scared you feel, eventually you're going to be comfortable. You're going to be like, damn, like I really do love doing this. I love yeah. like the people around me. Like do the people enjoy it? Like watching people smiles on their face, like makes me happy too, you know? So yeah, I absolutely. think that kind of just betters the situation. And that kind of goes for anything you do in your life. If you're like helping people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Feed off the crowd. Right. Yeah. And we've heard that. We've definitely heard that same thing from other musicians that we have had on where, you know, the nerves are there until you hit the stage and because that's where you're supposed to be and that's what you're born to do. Boom. You know, exactly. you're good to go because you're doing your thing. Yeah, it's 100%. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Let's get this started before one of the most beautiful ladies we've had on. I'm going to say that about everyone, but one of the most beautiful ladies we've had on comes on. Um, <laughs> so first Each one prettier than the next. First of last. all, let me address the elephant in the room. Oh, boy. Uh, my beard is gone for the most part. Oh, I just talking about, thought you were talking about yourself. No. Oh, 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 oh. And transition it's, boy. And it's I'm not transitioning. I'm losing weight for fuck's sake. I'm going to say, but transition, I want I mean, like, how much weight would you actually lose? I want to give the real reason why this beard is gone. Gotcha. And it's Max Solomon's fault. Oh, geez. So the first thing you need to do, shave that beard, you'll lose a pound. I said, <laughs> fair enough. Let's do her. <laughs> a pound is a pound, motherfucker. There you go. I'm fighting for my life. Um, I'm fighting for my life. So no, actually it would look, I'm going to, yeah, it looked weird after my last trim. I'm sorry. You know who, who I'm talking to. I'm sorry, but I didn't like it. So I said, fuck it. Instead of going back and having it fixed, because that would take work, I just went to the bathroom and shaved it off. So you did the final trim yourself. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so now I know. Look at But you can see my shirt. And so, yeah, I mean, it was getting long where you couldn't <laughs> see the sh- top of the shirt anymore. And I got a UC Santa Cruz banana slugs. Sure. And I'm going to tell you what right now, you haven't told you this. I haven't told you this. I haven't told you this. Wow, exclusive. Exclusive. The first comment in our comments on this episode that identifies what movie made this shirt famous. I'll send you a shirt. Not this shirt. <laughs> I want a bar shirt. I'll touch his shirt. A cocktails. Oh, right about there. A cocktails with dimples in the beard shirt. Oh, so that'd be. Dimples in the used to be beard. So do it. So. This is early in the episode. Semi beard. You've got to already be or still watching because the beautiful lady hasn't come on yet. So, but maybe you skipped over this part. Anyway, fast forward. Yeah. If you can tell me in the comments, first person in the comments to tell me what movie made this shirt famous, he'll send you a shirt. May not be the right size shirt, but we'll send you one. Oh, we'll ask. I mean, if you're like a super fucking fatty like me and you need a 3X, we don't have any of those. We don't. We have one more. One double X large left. Double X. But we'll get more. We'll get more. We'll get our. That's what we do. We'll get our peeps on that. It's flying right off. So yeah, tonight was night. I mean, when this is obviously when this comes out, it, it will have happened long ago. But tonight was my first official Max Solomon workout. So if we skip, if we jockey the episodes. I could it, go from skinny to fat. <laughs> or I mean, from fat to skinny, back to fat. Yeah, beard up, down. Right. That would be great. And be um, great. talking about week. 
I gotta tell you, if we didn't uh, week number whatever, and then right. So I yeah, tonight was the first one, and I hurt. Uh, I could barely walk up the studio steps, so I'm not very very happy with Max Solomon right now. Thank you, Max. I'm fucking hungry because I'm on a caloric deficit. Oh. But have some tequila. I just is it? Oh yeah, that's right. We can have tequila. Tequila's a yeah. Um, I'm sorry if I'm Mac... obviously the sugar shit mixed in the margarita. Shh, 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 shh. Sorry, Mac, if you're watching this, but I I have a job to do too. I should have got the skinny girl one. You should have. I can't just take. I can't kinda not made, drink. Kind of made fun of you and part of my podcast. Mentioned skinny girl. I like it. Anyway, um, what else was I? Gonna but now say? you're into it. Forgot what I was gonna say. What am I? Huh? Skinny girl. I love skinny girls. I love fat girls. I love medium girls. I love tall girls. I love short girls. I love girls with big boobs. I like girls with small boobs. I don't like girls with penises. Oh. That's not even true. Sometimes that's the hottest porn. (laughs) Jeez. Don't tell me you've never watched a dick and tits. (laughs) You can fight you sick, disgusting fuckhead. Uh, like, you're like oh jesus i'm just oh jesus you're going straight to hell well that we already know that there's that's, nothing new there that's 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 some good point i mean and it's just some good porn right in, there. inherently isn't it kind of gay to watch porn where there's a guy fucking a girl you're watching i mean you're watching the dick why don't you you know what i mean so at least the late with the dick has tits at least you can be like i'm only 50 percent gay half half yeah yeah so I'm very excited for this one. So without further ado, never <laughs> never keep a pretty lady waiting. Yeah, never we aren't excited about. Yeah, there was that one. Oh, <laughs> figure it out. Hi guys, how are you? <laughs> oh, we are good. How are you? I'm great. You guys can see me, you guys can hear me. Everything's good. Everything is good. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, cool. <laughs> we are set. Perfect. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, Alina Lowe. Um, thank you for having me (laughs) you bet musician and model and uh i go i i discovered you and i want to before we get too deep i discovered you we had alrika erickson on the podcast who was a playboy playmate and she had gotten she had gotten tattooed by hot sauce chen yes (laughs) did you pierce at that shop yeah actually for Uh, a very short time unfortunately but yes okay (laughs) That's, okay. Because cool. I saw you have a like a, a Instagram page for for piercing, which doesn't really have much on it, but I found that. So, and we like I said, we had Alrika on, and I saw that she followed you. So I was like, and then I saw the picture of you in the blood bathtub, and I was like, <laughs> we need to talk to this. Perfect. Woman. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, no, she's incredible. She's amazing. I can't even tell you like how excited I was when I met her. <laughs> yeah, she's a sweetheart. Definitely. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So that's cool. So I didn't even know that. So you guys have met. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. So cool. Lucky. So you are, like I said, a musician and a model and uh actress. Actress. Occasionally. <laughs> Occasionally. Okay. Okay. A little of this, a little of that, right? What don't you do? So where did uh where did the love of music start? Because I know you know, wow. your your YouTube channel has some videos from back when you were younger and you were singing then. So obviously you've been musical i mean i assume your whole life yes definitely um so it's so funny how everybody always asks me this, like the same question i'm always like wow and i always have to think about it like how <laughs> did this start yeah. um so funny enough um it was something that i i guess like i was born into it like nobody in my family is a musician at all but really? luckily enough yeah luckily enough my parents just like love music like they were always like alternative like kind of goth and so like depeche mode the cure like okay. into rock music in general yeah. So just like growing up, I, they always told me like, as far as like singing that I was singing before I even knew how to like to speak, <laughs> sure. like I was mumbling words, like with melodies. And I think that's hilarious. Yeah. So, um, I guess like the more I grew up with music and having that background within my family, I just like, it just came natural to me and I just continued like doing things within music. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And You've had a, you just had a single come out for, for, well, back in February, I guess, come out for, um, love. Yes. And, and again, you're, you're obviously, uh, along with the music, you're very into the art because the photo shoot for that is also fantastic. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of fun imagery. So where did that, where did that, where did that inspiration come from? 
honestly, I'm very into horror and blood and yes. cutesy pink stuff. So <laughs> it's a great my, blend. Thank you. My <laughs> my favorite movie is actually Jennifer's Body. So I okay. feel like I kind of put that into everything I do because I want to have like that, that sexiness, but with like murder. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, blood. it's just something that you wouldn't think about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So you're, are you coming up with the idea for all these photo shoots then? Yes, 100%. Awesome. Always. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So if the music wasn't in your family, I mean, other than just listening to it, obviously, um, do you play any in instruments? Um, I do play a little bit keyboard and guitar, ukulele. I'm not amazing at it. Um, unfortunately, the only talent I really have is my voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little scary, you know, because you can lose at any time. But Ooh. the good thing about instruments is that you can just pick it up and learn it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what about it? What kind of what age were you at when you're like, I, I, I mean, I like me growing up, your parents always, oh, you have a wonderful voice. But <laughs> at what point? I mean, we have to say they that were, parents, right? They were lying to you. <laughs> oh, no. At some point, you're like, <laughs> no, I really do have a good voice. Um. Well, fortunately enough, like my parents always supported me. And I think it does get to a point where like your parents, if you were bad at something, they would be like, okay, maybe you can push you to do something else. Like, let's try this. Yeah. But luckily enough, my parents always put me into arts and they put me like in vocal lessons, put me in choir. They put me on shows like within my schools. Like it was just something that was always like, I guess kind of pushed upon me, but it's like, I wanted it. So it was sure. like a mutual agreement, even as a child. Yeah. Uh, I just love the attention for some reason. Like even when I was in kindergarten, I was like the queen of my school for some reason. My mom put me as the queen of the school and I was like, okay, because this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it when people can, ad can admit to that part of it. Like I, I just like the, I like the attention. I like to be sure. seen, you know, like <laughs> I'm talented enough. I'm beautiful enough where I can do both. And yeah, so that's, I mean, it's refreshing to hear somebody who's not just like, no, I just really, you know what I mean? Like it was all about the meat, da, da, da. Like, no, no some people, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You're obviously able to back it up. Yeah. You're obviously a wonderful mu musician, but, but it's cool that you're, you know, I mean, part of it is also the artistry and, and that involves oh. being seen. So no, of course. Yeah. I mean, I will admit, I do have my anxiety portion of it, but you got to flip it around and make it excitement instead. <laughs> Yeah, how do you flip it around? I mean, do you have a routine before you go on stage because you are nervous? Well, usually um, I always say this to everybody. I'm like, fake it till you make it, man. <laughs> like, you got to push and push and push. Like, I will be freaking out so hard. But once I'm on the stage, I'm like a little bit dissociated. But I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to do it. And yeah. then once I'm in it, like once I start singing, once I start moving, it's like, it's nothing to me. I'm like used to it. You yeah, because you're like, supposed to be there. Yeah, like yeah. if you keep doing it, no matter how scared you feel, eventually you're gonna be comfortable. You're gonna be like, damn, like I really do love doing this. I love yeah. like the people around me. Like, do the people enjoy it? Like watching people's smiles on their face like makes me happy too, you know? Yeah, so I absolutely. think that kind of just betters the situation. And that kind of goes for anything you do in your life if you're like helping people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get off the crowd. Right. Yeah. And we've heard that. We've definitely heard that same thing from other musicians that we have had on where, you know, the nerves are there until you hit the stage. And because that's where you're supposed to be and that's what you're born to do. Boom. You know, exactly. You're good to go because you're doing your thing. Yeah. It's 100%. Yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, do you use life experiences to write your songs or do you, how do you, how does that come to you? So writing my songs, wow. Um, so everybody I work with has always told me, like, not to toot my own horn, but they were like, um, you're really good at writing. And I'm like, that's awesome. Maybe it's the ADD. I don't know. But <laughs> um, so I think the easiest part about like writing the music is creating that melody. And then I'll like mumble it. I'll record the mumbles and then I'll write words over those mumbles. Wow. Okay. So I'll make it work. That's kind of how I work around it. Sometimes I'll do it melody first, or sometimes like my partner will send me a track instrumental and I'll write like over that. And I'm like, okay, this is the melody I hear over that. Okay. So it kind of like differentiates diff on depending on like what we're trying to do. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, do you actually bring a recording of your mumbles and, and say, hey, play this? No. <laughs> No, actually, Turn no. Turn this mumble into music? Right, right. I got something here. 
<laughs> oh no i mean if it's an instrument i will mumble it in front of them and sure. they usually <laughs> understand what i'm trying to say because sometimes they do it back at me and i'm like okay cool <laughs> so this is working um but if it's like a, a like a song um i'll usually like sit by myself in my own room i'll mumble it like the recording on my phone make the words and then i'll record it with the words on GarageBand on my laptop oh, okay. and then i'll send them the track <laughs> like a little small demo with the lyrics and the melodies not just like the weird melody that i invented in my head and in my phone like <laughs> you never know that might be a a song right there just right mumbles yeah, right, right. Yeah, with words mumbles, over it of course <laughs> so you you are you are the lyricist for all of your songs then too definitely 100 um okay. i will say like sometimes they do edit it they're like okay this maybe this sounds a little bit better um sure most of the time it is me okay because i was able to talk about rose blood and some of the lyrics in there are obviously dark and and you know a lot of a lot a lot of religious undertones and and i do believe there's some the the, the line about virgin mary being a whore everybody always <laughs> talks about that it's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness and yeah. i'm just curious if you if you caught any flack for it or <laughs> you know i mean some people you know we're we're big into comedy we love comedy and we you know we talk to a lot of comedians who can't get you know can't get a, a, the benefit of the doubt with jokes and i'm wondering if it happens with music lyrics too like do people just condemn you because of that without getting any deeper into it yeah so i don't think i'm there yet where people are judging me intensely on my actual music uh, but a lot of like the things about my music is that it's meant for shock value and there's hmm. also like an understanding behind it like i was born christian i was christian for a really long time in my life yeah um now i'm like whatever it is what it is um, i don't even know what i believe in now but um of course having like that religion like forced upon me like between my family um the song is literally just about like forgiving yourself and like your sins and all that stuff so that line itself is itself is like literally just like maybe like mary cheated on joseph sure not, yeah. not literally but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like okay but it could be taken like that it's like okay this person can be forgiven whoever that person is sure um not saying that's the best thing to do <laughs> not condoning cheating, right right but, sure but i'm just like saying that it's okay to forgive yourself if you've done bad in this world so for sure and and like i said sometimes you know people take that one line out of kind of kind of context and uh you know and, and just take it and run with it because it's a line like that so it's good that you know you haven't faced any of that yet and uh you know i, I assume if you as you get bigger you probably will run into it at some point but that's probably a good thing because <laughs> yeah, obviously, but... obviously the video for that is very dark and has a lot of imagery too that i mean it's a beautiful video i love the video but it's uh i, I can see people you know having issue with it for for whatever reason so for well, sure. it, is a, it is a shocking line. Yeah, yeah. right, right. You got to give it that. Yeah. So what what was your mindset when you when you wrote that line? And were you hesitant to put it in a song? So, okay, the people <laughs> I was working with actually like, because, okay, he had this idea to be like Billie Eilish for darker and sexier. And I was like, okay, okay I guess I can do that. <laughs> so um, I kind of did my own twist. And I was like, I really want like heads to turn. Like, I want to be different. And I want people to question, what the hell did I just say? <laughs> so um, I kind of just took that risk. I sent it, to them, like, sent it to them. And then they were also very on board with it. So I don't think anybody doubted the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. For sure. It's a beautiful song. And like I said, you know, the video is so well done. Um, the Yeah, it's just such a beautiful video that I, I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I said, go fool out. If you're doing music, you know, <laughs> yeah, you have to, don't you? Yeah. And, no, and um, got to ask about the snake in the video. Are you, are you okay with snakes or was it, was that hard for you? Um, so I'm actually a huge animal lover. Okay. I'm obsessed with animals. I was studying pre-veterinary pre medicine for a while in school. Um, so the snake wasn't difficult at all. And to make it even better, it was my cousin's snake. Oh, okay. So I've actually been bitten by the snake before. Oh, jeez. So it was a warning bite um but just i guess kind of conquering that fear and already having that relationship with the snake i kind of knew what to avoid um and like you know that was like my girl you know like we're not i respect her she respects me he was next to me if anything did happen he would just take the snake off of me sure like animals just know like they can sense your fear they so can you yeah to, like, put your boundaries down be like okay we're good we're here we're gonna do this and then that's it <laughs> what what type that was a was it a python 
It was a ball python. Was okay. it ball python? Yeah, it should. Or well, yeah, I think so. And how how long was the thing? It looked like it was twice your length. So <laughs> it was very big. I will say that he's had that snake for a really long time. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure if I could lay there with that thing on me. Ah <laughs> uh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Once it was in my face, I was like, cool, keep uh, thinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Not everybody can do that. No, no. <laughs> but like you said, if, you, if you're scared, you got to conquer your fears. Are there any animals you're scared of that you would not do a video with? Because oh <laughs> you are such, you can see from your pictures how much you love animals. I mean, you're in Florida. You ever had an alligator running? That's actually very funny how you said that because one of my worst fears is actually alligators and crocodiles. <laughs> yeah, Speaking yeah. of Florida, um, I just think they're horrifying because they're very very fast so. yes. <laughs> and bugs i really do not like bugs like anything parasitic bugs i'm just like cucuyos have you ever heard of cucuyos they're like the bugs with the green bright eyes that fly around horrifying they don't do anything to you they're just scary looking <laughs> <laughs> that's enough yeah right right okay okay um and, and it's up to you to talk about it but uh, did i see you get a new job Yes, I did actually. Last week? I never seen that. Yes. Wow, you guys really dug deep in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, number one. Thank you. And uh, it seems like a great combination. I don't obviously know what it is, but to be able to work with animals and people? Yes. So actually, um, thankfully, um, it's a scientific research laboratory where we will be studying antibodies for things like, it's just an example, for things like COVID, Alzheimer's. Um, testing, like even for a pregnancy test to see if you're pregnant, um, testing to see if you even have COVID in general, um, the medications that you take in Walgreens for like if you have a cold. So thankfully, it is something that I can put that into the world and help the future of people. Yeah. While yeah. also being involved with like animals and stuff like that. So that's good. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> how, are the, how are the animals involved? So actually... I'm very like iffy about the subject, but they are lab okay. animals. They yeah. are lab animals, but it's they're being taken care of so humanely that I'm finding a reason where it's okay. Um, because again, it, it's to advance us and our health. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, what I'm doing is husbandry for the animals. I take care of the mice. It's just over thirteen thousand oh. mice. Oh, okay. um, oh my so god! I'm, yeah, <laughs> taking care of all these cages, giving them food, giving them water every day, while obviously they're doing the research on the mice. They're just injecting the antibodies on them. Um, yeah, it's yeah. actually harmless the way that they do it. They do it a way where it doesn't hurt them, from what I've been told. Right. Um, and they don't pass away from the antibodies. They pass away naturally. Oh. So thankfully, it's not. And obviously, they have like their, their certifications by the state. Like everything is mm -hmm. like it's fine that they're doing that. And again, right. it's for a good cause and for us to be healthier. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's funny you say that because <laughs> I, I was listening to a podcast and they had talked about how kind of the same thing. But the, whoever was working for it said what they do is like dogs and cats that they're ready to the Humane Society is ready to uh, eliminate. They'll take them. Sure to do this testing oh, on that's so hard though i don't know if i could do that that's too well they were gonna they were going to um euthanize euthanize them, them. Yeah. yes so they yes. save them from the euthanizing but the help of course within the testing like you said no, so of course and they explain it like you did they they, they take care of them and everything so yeah unfortunately nice. yeah unfortunately the thing about like working with animals in general even if you're like in the vet field like you're gonna deal with a lot of death yeah anyway. right yeah. um same thing even working like with humans when you're taking care of humans you're still going to deal with a lot of death and i think that's like the harsh reality a lot of the things like that deal with medical yes. um so that's something a lot of people actually stop studying because of that reason but, yeah for sure um, it's it's hard to take it and, and you need a good stomach i will say that <laughs> <laughs> so is your love of horror help you with that in death because there's a lot of death in horror yeah, actually, I will say that. Even though I want to pocket those mice every day of my life. And yeah, right. With me. But um, yes, if anything were to happen, I feel like the fact that I, my guy is a little bit better in that field, I can yeah. I can handle it if anything were to happen, you know. <laughs> and the smell. Yep. Oh, it smells horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that part of it. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you have pets? Um, so I have a palm, a little baby a, palm. A what? A Pomeranian. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah. 
um he's actually staying with my parents right now but okay because since I work so much, my parents have been like taking care of him because my mom just stays home all the time. Yeah. But like every now and then, like I'll bring him over here over my place. And like, that's my boy. Like, that's my mm-hmm. till the yeah. end. <laughs> yeah. 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 I hope this is okay to ask. I have to ask you about your ethnicity because your accent is so unique. Where? Of course. <laughs> what, 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 what is the, what is mom and dad? So um, we're, I guess you can say we're pure Cuban. I was born oh, okay. in Hialeah, so that's probably where my accent came from. Okay. Very Miami. And I always think I don't have an accent, so someone points it out. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> well, they, I mean, we're up in Wisconsin, and they say the same thing about us, and we say the same thing. We don't have an accent. What are you talking about? I can't even tell that you guys have an accent, but wow. <laughs> that's <awesome>. good. That's good. <laughs> How's the cheese it. over there? <laughs> Fantastic. Nice. <laughs> if you like cheese, we have a cheese castle. So Wow. <laughs> Several. Several. And oh, it's the a, rooms it, are true. <laughs> it is yes. a it is a road trip staple. Anytime we take a road trip, we will stop at the Cheese Castle. So as you, you should. <laughs> yeah, you can't go by it. <laughs> you can't afford the lactose intolerant there. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! So what's uh? I, I've seen some uh some stuff on the Instagram. You're working on a new music video right now. Yes, actually, it's. Can actually we get any me. any details or how, what's? <laughs> Super excited to talk about this. Actually, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, cool. So basically the video was done on a green screen. Um, so they're doing a lot of like monsters and horror around me. This is like everything I ever dreamed of. So nice. it's actually crazy that this is happening. Um, and I'm just waiting for them to finish editing it right now, but it should be released before Halloween because I do have a show for Halloween. Perfect. So we're kind of planning for that to be released beforehand so people can see it and have like, okay, we're promoting this for the show, you know? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll, I think your episode will come out for us probably the week after Halloween. So we'll make sure to, to we'll make sure to link it up and get a promo in here. So definitely. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's a show on Halloween. And is this the costume that you got for $200? So actually, no. <laughs> I have two costumes. Okay. So that show, um, good thing that this is coming out after Halloween. So nobody knows, you know, right. Halloween. Oh, yep. Um, I, I can tell you guys. So it's going to be. It'll, it'll, it'll have already happened. You're good. Because <laughs> I didn't want anybody to know to the day of, you know. Right. Perfect. Right. Yes. Uh, so the first costume was going to be October 28th for the actual show. Um, that costume is literally going to be huge angel wings. So I'm going to be walking on the stage with angel wings. It's going to nice. be, like I said, shock value. That's all I want. I want people to be like, wow, she's walking out with really big wings. <laughs> How do you miss that? I kind of want to watch this. What is she going to do, you know? Exactly. And yeah, because we're opening up with Sally's song uh, from Nightmare Before Christmas. And I think it will be very beautiful. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah Took me a second to realize what you were. Yeah. I, yeah. Love, <laughs> I love Nightmare Before Christmas. Thank you. I love that movie too. Yeah, yeah. Me and my me and my daughter watch it a lot. It's a great movie. Oh, you should. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Second costume, I think, is a little bit more crazy. This is for actual Halloween. Um, it's Pyramid Head. So. <laughs> pyramid Head. Who's Pyramid? Yeah, from I... Silent Hill. We're totally missing something. Oh. <laughs> you guys have to look it up. If you guys I'm look it up, you'd be like, "Oh, it's Silent a Hill. it's a classic horror movie." Yeah. Wow. So, but it's I. Just a big... <laughs> Now okay. I, now I gotta know. Okay, so obviously you you go deep into the horror genre if you're if you're if you're picking a horror movie that neither one of us has heard of, I've heard, yeah, <laughs> or don't remember because he's. I'm not kidding you. We we literally, if you look this way, there's like, I don't know what three thousand DVDs over in the corner of this place. They're all his. He's a giant movie head. So As if you, you <laughs> if you pull out a movie that he can't think of, you're you're going deep. So, um, what do you remember? Like what your first horror movie was because when i was like eight my sister who's older than me made me watch nightmare on elm street and i've loved horror ever since so <laughs> do you do you do you remember what your first one was and um so definitely let me go back to that because i love nightmare on elm street <laughs> johnny yeah. depp is like the love of my life uh, oh, my. Yeah, I know that johnny scene. i heard yeah, he's single oh it's giving my number <laughs> um but my first horror movie i think it was the one that traumatized me was probably chucky Mm-hmm. which i absolutely love now but back then i remember waking up in the middle of the night with my parents at a hotel screaming because he was on the screen with a knife <laughs> so i was like very traumatizing nice so was this a dream or were mom and dad watching the movie at the time no they let the tv on oh, okay. 
<laughs> that's just <laughs> bad timing <laughs> yeah i was like how the heck did i wake up at this time when like when he's on the screen with a knife wow and of course they laughed about it and now i laugh at it now like yes. being the person that i am today <laughs> right right Perfect. Well, it's a, and thinking like Elm, you, you mentioned Nightmare on Elm Street and Chucky. What, what is your favorite horror series? Like, or series, like, or killer? Yeah. Do you have a favorite one? So, um, you know, I feel like I switched just so many times because there's just so many good ones. Um, so going back to Jennifer's body, definitely like, cause she's a succubus and sure. she just eats men. That's my favorite <laughs> killer. <laughs> but if I had to pick like a slasher, it would probably be either Freddy Krueger or Chucky himself. Yeah. Two Freddy great ones. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Can't go wrong. No. Yeah. I'm my, I'm Jason. I'm definitely the Friday the 13th is my series. I'm, I'm a yeah. Mike Myers. Yep. Yep. So and my uh, my oldest daughter, me and her love horror movies. We and this is her favorite time of year. So I'm not assuming for you, but like she loves Halloween way more than Christmas and Thanksgiving and anything. So this is her time of year. Is this your favorite ho- holiday? Yes, 100%. <laughs> definitely. She has taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were just uh, Sunday. We went Christmas sh- or costume shopping. Oh, what she get? She she's her and her boyfriend going to be. Um, Mulder and Scully from X Files. <laughs> I love that because she loves. They both love X Files. That's awesome. It's oh, iconic. So we had to go find a red. She didn't want to dye her hair, but we went and found a red wing for a uh, wig for her. It's better that way. Don't dye your hair. <laughs> yeah. well, as long as we're talking about wigs, you obviously are a woman of many looks. <laughs> I assume you employ wigs at times. I have to. It's gotten to the point where I dyed my hair so many times, and I'm like, okay, I gotta start buying more wigs. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely good for cosplays, and if you're looking for like a certain specific look that you want to do, um, definitely recommend you can get like an Amazon wig for like ten dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's easier that way. <laughs> so, uh, have you have you did you watch the show Shit's Creek? I love that show. Do, do so you treat much your aura. <laughs> do you treat your wigs like Myra does? <laughs> Probably not. She would be so disappointed in me. In the treatment of you, don't, you don't have them just, hung on the wall. And... No, I think when I'm done with it, it goes back in the box. <laughs> nice. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> um, so with this new video of yours coming out with the green screen, is that your first time working with green screen? Like not interacting with someone? Um, I feel like I've done things where I didn't interact with somebody, but I think this is my first time using something like a green screen. So that was probably a new experience for me. Cool. Yeah. Did you, um, I'm excited to watch it, you know, cause it's monsters and whatnot. So the anime is an animation or G- CGI or what? It's definitely animation. I, okay. There's a lot of talented people working on this. It's actually insane. Like I, had a little peek of what it was and I was like, okay, this is the graphics are pretty good. Yeah. So I have really high hopes for it. <laughs> nice, nice. Can you uh can you tell us the name of the single? Yes. So it's called Spineless. Spineless. Okay. Yes. Okay. And will that will it will it debut on your YouTube channel? Yes, 100 percent Awesome. Awesome. We will definitely get that in the links as well. And the song is is like a horror theme. Yeah. I guess you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> It's going for the holiday. <laughs> nice, nice. Rips their spine out. Or... Right, right. I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> By the way, we are drinking margaritas. Just so I you... love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for drinking for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's funny because when we started this thing, it was supposed to, I mean, when we started, it was just going to be him and I getting drunk and talking. And then we turned into a guest podcast. So now we've turned it into, okay, what is the guest like for drinks? So. You know, when we first started, we were trying to do different cocktails all the time and talk about the cocktail, but that quickly faded. So, <laughs> so cute though. That's I feel like that's such an original idea. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. You know, let's have fun with it. And we get we to know you. Can't complain. We've we've fallen into a it's nice niche of yeah, fallen into a nice niche of talking to beautiful women and, and drinking. So <laughs> you can't go wrong. Isn't that like the best type of life? <laughs> yeah. Hey, can't complain yeah yeah can't complain, that's for sure. said, said numerous times we pinch ourselves every time we do one of these things so <laughs> yes um and with the music obviously you said you know like the goth music is growing up if you like like it or not you always listen to bomb dad stuff because they make you um when did you break out into your own type of music 
And wow. what, what was a good influence of your own that mom and dad didn't know about? So definitely, uh, I feel like in middle school is when I started like going towards like my own stuff. Other than, you know, the usual Disney Channel like, <laughs> that you had when you were growing up, like Miley Cyrus and Lovato, you had those influences. And thankfully, they were already like rock at the yeah. time. So that I, I still had that. But I feel like my music change that was really my music was like middle school where I started listening to like Paramore, uh, Bring Me the Horizon, Pierce the Veil. Like these are more like, I guess like my time bands rather than my dad's time. <laughs> so, but definitely like Paramore stuck on to me. Like that's my favorite band ever. Okay. okay. I'm very thankful that I even got to witness them like four times. So. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, what's, who's the singer for Paramore? What's her name? Haley Williams. Haley Williams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You, you've mentioned her in your, as an influence in, in uh, one of your interviews. Yeah. All the time. That's like the one person I talk about. I'm sure everyone's sick of it. <laughs> Not at all. Believe me, we we're, we're big day Matthews band freaks and oh. we, tra we travel the country to see him. So we totally get obsession with musicians. We, yeah. <laughs> he was just here. I'm pretty sure. I think he was here a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, he was at West Palm beach yes yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i think the cruising amphitheater i think they changed the name but Something that was the like original that. name of it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we haven't been down there for those shows one i mean that's a that's a pretty big venue for him they get a lot of travelers down there so one of these years we got to go and do it so Definitely. right cool. right so is the is the show you have coming up is that at that black market horror fest is that part of that yes okay. so it is a spooky haunted house music fest <laughs> oh that's cool yeah flea market it, it's all the things there are crazy that's it, so it sounds crazy. so much fun so it's a, so it's a big haunted house too um so the, there's like different sections of the whole entire place it's being done at revolution live if you know revolution live revolution live is basically the venue that all like the rock bands go to perform at okay um so a lot of my favorite bands that i've seen have actually performed at that stage so being able to perform on the same stage is crazy to me um so they have a section for a haunted house that people get to walk through on the, the second floor i believe um so they have like a bar in the front and the back in the middle and then they have two stages the main stage and then another one on the other side um and then basically they're gonna have vendors going around the whole entire place so you can purchase things involving halloween or people's oh, like cool. knickknacks like jewelry voodoo dolls um <laughs> media some stuff just like a bunch of random stuff that people are created it's very great to support your local artists so that's awesome mm -hmm. that's cool and it's a two-day event correct Yes, two days. And nice. you are you performing both days or just one? Unfortunately, only one. <laughs> okay. I'm performing my other band the next day, out of town. Oh, okay. <laughs> or out of town. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I guess I didn't realize you were. In, what's the name of the other band? So actually, the other band is not like my music. It's a cover band. I just oh, okay. get paid to do weddings and sure. corporate gigs. You know. Sure. Sure. You have the voice, might as well use it to get paid. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Absolutely. It's a lot of work, though. I will say that. <laughs> During, the, during that cover bands, do you ever get to play your original music or you stay um, away from? My boss has asked me to send me to send him my music before. I feel like that is a discussion that we're going to have in the future. But I also feel like my music is very different from what we do perform and what is popular. So yeah. I guess it really depends what happens in the next few months and how far my music is yeah. going to go with like a new single and who knows. <laughs> Throw one of those in there. You right know, why not right why yeah. not just just spring it on them yeah people are like what's the single Boom. <laughs> <laughs> you have a captive audience like you really can't go anywhere so you're good i know right so, you know you're set up <laughs> <laughs> perfect um so when you do the cover band you just whatever's popular you did um and, and you have a male singer with you as well Yes, I do actually. I have a male singer. Um, we go back and forth the songs. I'll support him or he supports me. Uh, one of us is leading. Um, as far as the songs, it really depends what show we're playing. If it's an older audience, obviously we would do older songs. Okay. A younger audience, we would do like 2000s, like to now. So it just differentiates like what we're doing. <laughs> so there's a lot of lyrics going on around up in your head. because A lot. <laughs> keep them straight. Yeah, how do you possibly remember all that? That's crazy to me. Do I know like some musicians have started going to a teleprompter. So like, I mean, that's how, you know, I mean, I know, I, actually, I know Dave did it for a while and now I don't know if he does anymore, but you know, like when you're singing that many different songs, yes. different nights, like 
all over the place. I mean, you're, yeah, your category is all over the place or catalog, I should say. It's a lot. I mean, if you keep repeating the same songs, eventually, like, it's muscle memory. Oh, sure. But a lot of times, like, we're allowed to have, like, a phone or an iPad in front sure. of us with lyrics. Um, It's not encouraged to do that for every song. Right. But it's, it's encouraged to, like, okay, that's the first word for this verse. I'm going to remember that. And that, like, kind of sparks yeah. something in your brain. Yeah. Like, okay, that's the the rest of the verse you know <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so i gotta i gotta ask what's your what's your least favorite song cover song to have to perform at these things <laughs> but you oh know you have God. to but you know you have to yeah is there <laughs> and i'm so vocal about this to my bandmates <laughs> and like anybody else who comes to see me specifically i'm like i hate this song but of course i can't tell the crowd that but the song is actually um can't stop can't stop this feeling by justin timberlake from the Jones <laughs> movie I hate that song. I cannot remember it because I don't want to remember it. So I will read the lyrics because I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Be vocal. Be vocal. I, I'm okay with it. Well, I it's, mean, I've always thought that about wedding bands. Like wedding bands have to be playing songs they don't want to play because you have to like, there's staples at weddings, right? Of so course. It's what's popular, you know? Yeah. Or what like everybody's forced upon them at least. Right. Yeah. Like if you're in Wisconsin, you're going to hear old time rock and roll at every wedding you go to ever. So I don't know if that's a thing there, but it is a thing here. <laughs> Most of the time it is. Yeah. And then we had the disco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of the disco. <laughs> Sorry. Got to be. I'm going to, I'm going to a, a, a Bee Gees tribute band coming up. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yes. I've yeah. seen them before and they're, they're, they're awesome. I, oh, but I'm I, jealous. I love them. Yeah. I consider nice. myself a Bee Gees tribute with the two songs that I do. <laughs> do ya? There you go. Which ones you do? Staying Alive? Oh my God. Yes, obviously. obviously. And then the other one that's like Staying Alive. Um, I can't even remember the name of it, but it's literally the same song. <laughs> <laughs> different lyrics with different lyrics. <laughs> oh, goodness, goodness. So what song out there that you sing that you wish you wrote, that you love it so Ooh. much? That's a deep question. <laughs> Wow. Um, so honestly, I feel like going back to Paramore, like anything that was Paramore related, mm. Ariana Grande, I love Ariana with all my heart. So um, probably so into you from her is very good. Um, no Doubt is also amazing. I feel like yeah. any No Doubt would be great. Oh my God, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. That would hit a nerve. <laughs> we love that song. That's a great song. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, those are the songs that pop up in my mind. <laughs> okay. Nice. Okay. All right. I got to ask about tattoos. Of course. <laughs> oh, do you have any? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any? When, when did you, when did you start? Um, what was your first one? Okay. So obviously my dad's biggest disappointment, but he loves me with all his heart. Uh, oh. my first tattoo, I think I was like 19 years old. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I waited. Um, it was under like my breasts like on my rib cage i okay. got a sea lyric so going back to like me loving music uh which is breathe me it's a song about addiction okay. i got it um for my mother i'm not gonna get too much into it but i got it yeah. for her mm -hmm. um so that was my first tattoo and then i probably have over 30 tattoos since then because working at a tattoo shop you know <laughs> your friends are gonna oh i'm bored angie do you want a tattoo and i'm like yeah sure yeah. <laughs> That's a nice benefit. Yeah. <laughs> it is a nice one to have. Yeah. That that's a nice benefit. Yeah. And you design a lot of them for yourself? Oh, definitely not. I cannot draw for the life of me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will let them know my ideas. If anything, I'll have inspiration. I'll be like, hey, or like, and then they usually like portray it pretty amazingly. So <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. I uh get them while you're young because I've gotten to the point now where I don't know that I can do them anymore. So Oh my God, I, I can't. No, I'm the same way already. <laughs> Good luck. Keep going. Keep going. If they let me use numbing cream, I will use numbing cream. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I have I have one of my artists who's very nice to me and sprays me down a lot during my tattoos. So he's a, he's a, yeah, he's a godsend. <laughs> we actually, <laughs> we, did an, we did an episode. I got my knee tattooed. He picked oh. out the tattoo. I had no idea what it was going to be. And we did a podcast from the tattoo shop while I was getting tattooed. I don't know how you did that. <laughs> I, I don't either. I go back and watch it and I'm like, well, that's why I paid for it and picked it because I would never do it on my knee. I'd never do it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm avoiding my knees because of yeah. that reason. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Good and I want to do it. I want to do it, but it's horrifying. Like, I'll tell you what, the, the, the front of the knee hurts a lot less than the back of the knee. That is 
crazy to me because yeah. I, I got close to the back of my knee. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> That's the closest I've ever come to tapping out during a tattoo was the back of my knee. <sighs> so, yeah. Okay. But I was pretty, I was pretty miserable for you this one too. <laughs> that was worth it right there for me. <laughs> second hands, you're like second hand experience. You know? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm good. So, um, one of the tattoos that draw, I, I noticed, um, killed off what was left of the optimist in me. Oh, okay. Over so your I, knife. Yes. That's actually a very old tattoo. It was one of the first tattoos I ever got. And that's, how I was like processing. I was like, what was that? Um, <laughs> it was a paramour lyric too. I have a lot of paramour. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, uh, just because they hit home a lot for me. I don't want to say I'm obsessed with the band, but I am obsessed with the band. Um, yeah, like that was a design that a friend of mine at the time did. And I was like, I want it. And then she did it. And that's it. It's just, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's how the best ones happen. Yeah. You, you, you also have a Playboy bunny, which will make our, you know, our fans who come for the Playboy bunnies happy because, you know, we've had, we've had, I don't know how many Playboy playmates on now, but a, a, a number of them. So we definitely have a, you know, a Playboy niche. So the fans will be excited to see that. Tattoo. <laughs> I actually have a two gem of a, the playboy on my tooth so. oh really <laughs> yeah you probably can't see it but like it's like oh okay yeah. that's cool that's different <laughs> wow i'm all playboy <laughs> heck yeah um it's such an iconic logo as well i mean of course it's, it's so know, cute <laughs> and cute <laughs> so yeah they go this is cute well and it's definitely it's it's re it's kind of brought itself back like it was i think the logo was big for a while and then kind of went away and now it seems like it's very popular again so how long have you had the tattoo that tattoo was actually one of the first ones i got too okay funny enough cool. um probably had it over five years cool cool nice. and you have more planned coming up do you have any scheming you know like designs that you want to get on paper of course the worst oh, yeah? part about me is that i have a lot that are unfinished so uh, oh. i need i should probably go finish those before i start planning more <laughs> i hear you there i have an yeah. i have an entire back that's kind of outlined in very little color that i have to finish it's so and hard i don't believe problem you. is when you can't see them you're like do i really need it finished <laughs> and that's like most of your tattoos right like how many times do you actually look at your body <laughs> right right oh nice so how did you get, how did the suicide girls thing come along? Where, where, how did you get involved with them? Funny enough. Um, when I was younger, I always thought like th these were like the most beautiful women that I've ever seen. I don't even know why I was in middle school looking at these girls, but <laughs> <laughs> internet, we love it. Yeah. Right. Beautiful alternative colored hair, piercings, tattoos, and they were sexy. They like, at least they looked like they were confident in their bodies. And I was like, I love that. I want to be that. Um, obviously growing up, I dated guys who didn't want me to do that. Um, so once I like became officially single and I was like old enough to do it, I kind of started doing my own lingerie photos, um, okay. kind of getting comfortable with my skin, learning to love myself. And then I don't know where one of the staff photographers hit me up and he's like, Hey, have you ever considered being a suicide girl? I would love to shoot a set, a set for you. And I was like, this is weird. I'm not even trying to be a suicide girl anymore. Like it was just an <laughs> idea that I had when I was like younger. Yeah. But I was just doing my own shoots, you know? And then I guess I took it as a sign that he reached out to me. And I was like, you know what? Why not? Let's make younger me happy. Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. I was like, yeah, let's freaking do it. And then we popped off. I've been shooting with him ever since. And he's actually one of the most respectful and the most amazing photographers I've ever worked with. Mm -hmm. yeah and the cool thing about those photo shoots is they are they're very artistic there's yeah, you know yeah. it's Definitely. there's a lot going on it's not just a pretty girl there's you know there's so much to them and and uh really works of art so yeah and you are sore after those shoots i will tell you <laughs> the photographers make you bend in certain ways that they know look looks good for the sure. photo so yeah the angles matter the most <laughs> <laughs> right right okay right. okay i'm sure it's the same um, with playboy <laughs> right and they've said that so the playmates have um but there do you get to you know um express the gore and um as you you know as you always said that's the beauty to you is is horror and sexiness mixed with gore this is an outlet for that yeah yeah i agree i like to think that <laughs> yeah so where did the where did the idea for the uh the bloody bathtub photo shoot come from 
So that was actually a suicide girl set. There was no okay. blood on it at all. Um, it was a regular shoe in a bathtub in a hotel that he got for multiple shoots. Uh, woke up super early for it. And then this was last year, close to Halloween. And I was like, hey, uh, Caustic, this is his name. Caustic, I kind of want to do a Freddy Krueger inspired like photo. Would you be cool with us like trying to edit one of the photos and like have his hand coming out like the bathtub scene, you know? Sure. Okay. So, he edited it it came out amazing i was like this is my favorite photo ever <laughs> so very simple straight to the point and we used the other photos that weren't bloody for the suicide girls <laughs> oh okay all yeah, right yeah. so the, okay so the bloody one is just kind of only on your instagram then and never it's just for me and my enjoyment <laughs> nice nice that's cool that that was like that's your enough. your brainchild and that's like i said that's because you have it pinned it's the first thing you see when and i was like wow that's awesome so <laughs> yeah i think that kind of shows everybody okay she's a little crazy do i want to be a part of this or i want to follow this <laughs> well, i was just thinking that it, it tells them right away exactly i'm yes not sure no. coding anything you don't like it move on <laughs> but if you find it cool there you go <laughs> and it, type of person well i like you know like you said before um it made your younger self happy let's do it and that i, I really like that that was a cool statement right yeah that goes for a lot of things that i do i like to think <laughs> well and your current self make your just making yourself happy how important is that is oh, just yeah, to make okay. yourself happy yeah. don't don't hold anything back yeah 100 long life dreams you know <laughs> and what is that yeah so what are your next dreams you're singing you're modeling what do you want to do next um definitely like i do everything with a goal to be bigger the next year than it was before um, obviously, like everything I do is out of love. Like I'm, I just want people to, I guess, understand me and feel like, um, I guess it goes mostly for my music too. But I, I've heard a lot of people tell me even when like modeling that I inspire them. I just want people to be comfortable and express themselves as like the most that they can. And when they see me faking it till I make it, I. <laughs> I guess I want them to do the same for themselves. Absolutely. And as long as I'm making other people happy and I'm making myself happy, I feel like I would be so satisfied with my life. And of course, like I do want to be bigger so I can get to a bigger crowd and have people around me, you know? Yeah. Like you're not alone, you know, you're not alone. This happens to everybody. Um, so yeah, my goal is just to be as out there as I can and help as much as I can, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Perfect help with the songwriting. You ever, you know, ever have a lack of ideas going on your to write down? Do you have a process of uh, when you get an idea in your head? So for a song, for the songs, yeah, like it goes back to the mumbling. Um, I'll write it down if anything. Usually, I would like hit up my producer right away, and I'd be like, "Hey, this is an idea. What do you think?" And he'll agree with me or he'll disagree. Um, so crazy enough, like I feel like the music that I'm coming out with now is a little bit more intense, like towards my mental health and I feel like it's still dark but I guess it hits home a little bit more personal and I think writing stuff like that I definitely need to be more in solitude and um you know it, it's a little dark I will say that True. so having the risk of other people listening to that is a little horrifying but the whole process is an overbearing terrifying experience but um it's also a very accepting experience because I feel like the people that I work with um, say like, this is good, Angie, you know? Yeah. And if it's not, they'll tell me, they'll be honest. But like, I haven't really had an experience where they're like, this is bad. A lot of the times like people support me and I really appreciate that. And that's why like, I have a good feeling about like everything that I do because it's yeah. all about the support, you know? And that sure. makes like, the process easier as far as like writing, so. Yeah, for sure. I think the, the great thing about those dark lyrics that deal with mental health and, and, and are, you know, truthful is that, you know, somebody listening to it has been through that experience. And a lot of times those lyrics, hearing those lyrics help, you know? So it's, it's, I, you know, I don't, I don't like a, one of my favorites is blue October. And uh, a lot of their early music was when their singer was dealing with addiction problems and, and everything is very real and very raw. And there's a lot of stuff in there that when I listen to it, I go, Oh, I've been through stuff like that, you know, and it helps. So I think it's good to have music like that out there. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm like a strong believer in like music therapy. So sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Do you have any lyrics, maybe not a finished song, that you're just not ready to release to the world yet? That maybe they're too personal or everything's open book for you? 
Um, it's definitely, I like to think I'm an open book. I don't like to hide like the way that I feel. Cause again, like at the end of the day, whoever I'm like, I'm showing online, I'm still human. I have emotions. I have like depression, I have anxiety. Like most of us, unfortunately, like this world is full of that. Um, and I have my trouble obviously, but there is this song that's coming out actually probably it's probably gonna be the next song. Um, the title is like fighter. No, just kidding. It's called imposter syndrome okay so it's about like you know you know what imposter syndrome is like just kind of denying everything good that's happening to you and then the main words for the chorus is fight or flight i'll never win like so it's like you know yeah yeah. no matter how hard you try no matter how hard you succeed you always feel like you're always losing yeah and um i think that's gonna be really good as far as like my music opening up to who i really am and i hopefully like people can relate to me so we'll see how that goes yeah yeah will, will <laughs> you uh, will will you be uh excuse me will you be putting out like a full-length album at some time i know a lot of the music now seems to be just dropped as singles along the way and then eventually something you'll put out a full length is that kind of the plan to put out some singles and then put out a, a full length or an ep or something so it's crazy how like music promotion happens nowadays. I feel like a lot of things are visual. People love to see things in front of them with the music. They want to see the story. Um, so I've been focusing a lot on like the artistic value, as, like along with the music. So I think we're going to focus on doing singles yeah. and then eventually all those singles are going to be an EP. And then once we start creating more, no pressure, you know, you don't want to rush perfection. Um, <laughs> right, we will right. drop more singles, maybe like another music video. And then eventually it would be a whole entire album, depending if all the songs, you know, yeah. go well together. So. Yeah. And like I said, that seems to be the new way. I mean, that kind of keeps everybody's attention span for a couple mm-hmm. months at a time or whatever. Right. Now, you're Short songs too. <laughs> yeah, now you're relevant for, you know, this song keeps you relevant for a month. This one keeps you relevant for a couple months. Whereas and if you put out the full length album, you're relevant for a month from the album and then they're on to the next thing. So kind of a nice thing where you can split up the the content and the, and the work and keep yourself in the, you know, around for a longer time. Definitely. I like to think that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um, so how excited are you with Halloween coming up? I mean, I'm, I'm so excited. Um, I got my costume. Uh, my daughter's having a party. Uh, do you like trick-or-treaters coming to your door? And do you put out a thing, you know, a, like, uh, meet them at the door and scare them or anything? Or So it's so funny how you bring that up because I've had this scarecrow like hanging on my door for the past month. <laughs> just, I just moved into this neighborhood with my roommate and he told me that all the neighbors are telling him that they're getting scared every time they walk by our house. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to give an old person a heart attack. <laughs> so I love it. I'm living for it. But at the same time, I'm a little concerned because I don't want the neighbors to hate us. Yeah. But I do love trick-or-treaters. Um, I do feel like I'm not going to be here if we yeah. do have it because I obviously if I bought a $200 costume, I'm going to want to walk around. <laughs> People are going to want to take pictures. So yeah. Um, yeah it's like just halloween in general is just so it feels good it just feels like you have that chill going through your body the whole entire day like it's just like for once it feels like it's a day that you're kind of like every day is like this day I, it's cliche but you know every day is halloween yeah. it's like this is who i am every day but now i can celebrate it without people judging me <laughs> you know <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> right so- so I gotta ask because you're you're also an OnlyFans model. Do you Definitely. have do you have a special pictorial coming out for Halloween? So I've kind of been slacking on that, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, with the new job and stuff. Yeah. Um. So we are doing the content with the pyramid head. That is gonna be a whole entire set. That's gonna go out on OnlyFans, Instagram. It's gonna be everywhere. I'm gonna post that everywhere. We already have an idea for it. My friend is making a huge sword, an actual sword that he's probably gonna sell. He makes props for a living. I was gonna uh, say I saw it. Sorry to interrupt, but I saw a video of you swinging a giant sword. Is that? <laughs> that's one. Of, that's the guy. Okay. That's right. the guy. And this sword is so sharp that it can cut anybody. So oh. we're gonna be super careful with it and it's real for the photos yeah we're not gonna take it out we're just gonna do it for the photos so that's a real thing that's not a prop that's real (laughs) yeah like actual metal like he uses like actual materials and that's why he sells it for like great value you know but i'm very excited for that and then um obviously the photos with the wings for the show itself um you know i had things planned out but i didn't 
you know, Halloween's like in two weeks. I don't even know how I'm going to do all those photos. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of just going with the flow at this point. And then whatever I do beforehand, I do it. Because I had another, another idea with a maid outfit and then getting like blood out of the <laughs> oven. Heck yeah. Because I have an outfit that I have to promote. So I was thinking about doing that beforehand. Right. And also like Sydney from Scream. Little simple things like that. Love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There really is so much you can do. Right. I, I know. Mean, you really. If you had time, like you said, you could just do so much. Definitely. It's so cool. Well, Too the cool ideas, not enough time. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the cool thing with with you and your personas, I'm sure, um, like the people who subscribe to you on OnlyFans would be fine with that kind of content all through the year. It's not like you need to, you know, it's Halloween. And we get, you know, so <laughs> can't tell you how many times I post the fake blood. So the, the to go back to um, the song "Love," is there is there um, thoughts of an actual music video for that? Because I know right now it's just like a lyric or a, just a video with a, the picture up or whatever. Is there are you doing a music video for that? So I feel like that song, like the time already passed for it. Okay, um, it's a great song. Don't get me wrong. Um, the lyrics are kind of really messed up when you really think about it. But it was a very yeah, it was a traumatic relationship actually. When you really hear the lyrics. But um, I feel like everything visually is already out there. And I don't yeah. really think it needs a music video. I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing now. And I feel like what's next is going to be better and actually deserves a music video. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, some of that time too, you know, people create their own images in their head. Yeah. I was gonna say. You know, the way it used to be. And isn't it? I mean, it's kind of true. Any song with like love in the title is either kind of probably going to be pretty dark or pretty, pretty, pretty light, right? Like, yeah, love is not an easy thing, <laughs> right? It's one or the other, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you are you are you in love right now? Ooh. Last time I got interviewed, they asked me the same thing. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it's like, oh Jesus. Um, no, I am not. I am on a self healing journey. Oh. And- Healing on my own trauma because I don't want to put that on anybody else. <laughs> Believe me, I've been there. So, I've done it. So sure. yeah, it's it's hard. It's very hard. I will say that. <laughs> I kind of love yourself before you can leave so- love someone else. I think, mm-hmm. unfortunately for me, I did a lot of that with. Yeah, never mind. But <laughs> we don't have time. For I didn't all do it as solitude solitudely as I should have. <laughs> never, oh, not even a little bit. No. <laughs> but I got there. It just took a little. It just took a little while longer. That's good. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, okay. It's, Take it's all there. the time you need. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's really what it is. Fall in love with other things. You don't need to fall in love with a specific person for a romantic. Like you can love your friends, you can love nature, you can love animals, you can love your music, you can love the podcast that you're doing right now. Like there's just so much love that you can give out. It doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic partner. Amen to that. Like that. Yeah. yeah. You can love Johnny Depp. You Johnny. Oh my God. <laughs> Any day of the week, baby. (laughs) (laughs) As long as we're talking Johnny Depp, we can we can kind of wrap up on this. But where where did love for Johnny Depp come from? Where was where was the first time you saw him? And Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Oh, actually, I think it was Edward Scissor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Honestly. (laughs) Okay. But noticing that he was in Nightmare on Elm Street, I was like, yeah, definitely. The, the Florida man that I would be in love with. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did you watch the trial? Were you, did you watch all that or? Yeah. I watched the end of it and I was watching it at work. And then when he like won most of it, I was like, Johnny Depp won. And everybody was like, yeah. <laughs> I was the person to announce the news, obviously. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, well, Team Johnny. There's we go. there's Johnny <laughs> trying to be in love and look what look what look what it got him. Exactly. <laughs> sometimes it's just a yeah. Sometimes it's gonna get you shit in your bed, you know? I mean <laughs> that's just the way it works. <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We'll let you uh promote whatever you want to promote and uh and uh go from there. Thank you so much for for taking some time with us or johnny of course it was a pleasure thank you guys and actually yeah. doing the research it's, it's very oh i gotta tell you no i was <laughs> well, i want to ask you one more thing now that you say that i was really excited for this one i just i do i love all of i i love your photos i you know yeah i just love that whole bringing all of that together so you appreciate yeah. that definitely very excited <laughs> to have you on is there any story behind good luck oh okay so actually i for some reason i had a love for like casinos and like just like 
the poker and Vegas and like just the aesthetic of it, um, like burlesque shows and stuff. So I think like good luck was more of like me trying to have a positive influence in my life, like gambling life. It wasn't like people take it like a sexual thing because it's like under my thigh, whatever. But like back to your me, thighs, right? I just thought it looked good on that placement, and <laughs> I just like those words like it's just good words you know what i mean i'm like putting positive things into my life and that's yeah, it good absolutely. luck <laughs> absolutely every day good luck there good you go luck. good luck okay perfect <laughs> all right promote away tell us where to find you where you know what's what you got coming up so and where many to find platforms you. yeah yeah so obviously every music platform instagram twitter facebook um you can find me under alina low life e-l-i-n-a-l-o life l-i-f-e and then on spotify you can find me under alina low awesome <laughs> perfect cool thank you, guys. thank you very much we appreciate it so much of course yeah appreciate you spending some time with us it was super fun awesome have a good <laughs> night enjoy halloween Bye. yeah happy halloween enjoy your show yes <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. thank you for listening the tavern is closed for now but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time seriously though Get your asses out of here. Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Electric acid.